0: welcome to the all financial hour podcast with steve on
1: yes we are practicing social distancing ourselves steve this week uh, miles apart and uh, it's just the way of life right now it's kind of our new normal isn't it
0: yeah it's different you know we still can go into the office most of the office is at home I just prefer to work there if at all possible, since there's, you know, not any of us there. And then when Deanna does show up, we're in separate offices, so we're we're keeping the social distancing happening at that time. But it's like you're driving your car; it's like Christmas morning every day,
1: right? Yeah. And
0: then when the sun came out on uh, Wednesday, on my way home, it was like. There were more people on the sidewalks, everybody out walking because we'd had rain and clouds every day since this had happened. But it was dangerous out there on those sidewalks, probably on Wednesday. You know, <laughs> yeah, it comes from there. So, you know, getting out, doing the things, the social distancing, it's where we're at right now. And how can we make the best of that? It's working well with talking to clients and everything mm-hmm. through Zoom. It's been a lot of fun. It's been different. It's been a learning curve. It was tough packing everybody's desk, you know, computers and things like that so they could take them home so that everybody could work from home just like they can from the office. But with technology today and the voice over Internet phones, it it takes a little minute. I just can't lean back and, you know, yell, Stacy, can you do something? I actually (laughs) have to get on the phone, call her at her house. You know, it's an office line and, and go from there. So different, but it's working. Yes, it's working. I think we're going to learn a lot during this time frame Mm -hmm. about communications and keeping better notes so that everybody else can understand because you just don't have that availability to just walk around the corner and talk to them about it.
1: Yeah so some downsides but also some positive out of everything that we're getting used to over these last few weeks and uh, of course we're trying to get used to a very volatile market right now too Steve. We had a few positive days this week so there was a little bit of good news there but uh, Forbes warns that one of the most dangerous things that you can do in this bear market right now is to panic so what specifically should we avoid doing at times like this
0: the thing that i think we have to avoid doing is losing that long-term focus Mm -hmm. you know if we've got a plan in place let's keep that plan in mind you know we've had so much volatility people don't realize that from february the 21st to today The market has changed more than it did in like 2000 to 2002 which Hmm. was an 18 to 24 month period and 2007 to 2009 which is about a 15 to 18 month period Hmm. we've had more downward pressure in the market in 20 to 30 days than we've had in a year to a year and a half so it is very difficult clients calling them up we're sitting there talking to them and you know most are unhappy with what's going on with the market sure so we've we've had to sit down and go you know because they're concerned about their retirement if they're new in it or they're planning to do it in this can I retire will I have to work forever and that's when we've loved the fact of the video reviews we just kind of bring them in pull up our retirement analyzer which is our planning software go through with where they're at with their current numbers And when they run their current numbers and still keeping the rates of return down low, they're going, oh, wow, so I can still retire? Or what do I need to do differently? It's been a good week during a very bad time. I don't know if that's a good way to say that, but that's how I kind of feel. It's been a great week in a bad time, busy and on the phone a lot.
1: Yeah, and uh, it's good that a lot of people out there can still retire, no matter what the market is doing. And uh, that's the idea behind building the kind of plan that you can be comfortable with, no matter what's happening on Wall Street. And again, this is such a sudden decline. No one really saw this coming, but you actually did some live courses, too, this week, all online. Steve, how did that go?
0: The courses online, we had the people that actually signed up and we're doing it through Zoom. A little bit difficult as a presenter. Mm -hmm. You know, because you can't if you can't see somebody's face, it's hard to go with the reaction. So it's more difficult as the presenter. But when we heard the result, you know, the feedback from the people when we kind of opened up the lines and everything at the end and the information is still the good information. It's about conventional financial wisdom, those things that. We've said for so many years in our industry that might not be true today. And then we look at it with the fiscal health of the United States that we believe taxes are going to be higher in the future. And so the people got the message. Mm -hmm. And I think that was the most important thing because we talk about threats to people's retirement and what you can do to change those threats or mitigate those threats. And so it keeps people thinking, and know that there's possible solutions, even in crazy times like we've had for the last month. You know, And I got yeah. a feeling it'll go on for a little bit longer. So I don't believe it's going to be a week or two and this will all be over. I think we're going to be here for a while. Let's get comfortable with it. Let's look at a retirement plan that will take us into the future. That, I think, is the most important thing. What are your wishes, hopes, dreams? Share them with us on Facebook. Just do a search for All Financial
1: Group and follow us there. Now, Steve, for most people, I think the word risk is probably kind of like a dirty word right now. But an Associated Press article says if you can somehow increase your guaranteed income, market declines like this one won't seem nearly as scary as they did before. But what do you think they mean by that?
0: What they mean by that is if we take our guaranteed income, which can be your Social Security, pensions, annuity style income, where that money's going to come in every month. No matter what happens in the stock market. If that's covering your basic needs, then yes, we might not do it as much depending on what the market does, but our basic needs are covered by that guaranteed income. We think that's very, very important. And then we look at how do we get that guaranteed income? You know, what if we don't have a pension? There are the fixed products for the annuities with income writers can give us the amount of money that we're looking for for a portion of our portfolio we don't want to put all of our money in there but if we can bridge that gap and cover the difference between our social security and pension income and our basic needs if i can guarantee that gap days like today we know that paycheck's going to be coming in so we don't have to worry as much about what is going on on Wall Street. And I think that gives you that added peace of mind that you're going to be okay. And you can actually take on a little bit more risk if you're comfortable with it, outside of that with your market exposure. But I always like to look at it, you know, if people, it's, it's funny when I ask the question of people of how risky they are on a scale of one to 10, during a month and a half ago, when I asked that question, most people were six, sevens and eights, a lot of them. right. Those same people today are four, fives, and threes. When the market's up, people seem to be more risky. When the markets are down, they seem to be more conservative. And that's when we have to look at it to get a good mixture for you that you're going to be comfortable with no matter what happens in the market. Have a retirement question you'd like Steve to address on the podcast? Drop us an email through our website at yourmoneymattersstl.com.
1: But Kiplinger, Steve, says fear about this virus is prompting an increase in the number of people who are asking for estate plans. thought that was kind of interesting. But if I'm not Bill Gates or somebody like Warren Buffett, I mean, do I really need an estate plan? Yes.
0: yes. I mean, that's, <laughs> the, that's the simplest answer that I could do. I believe that most people out there, myself included, I have what I call I love you wills and trusts. I love my wife. And if anything happens to me, it goes to her. Uh and I love my children, and if anything happens to me and my wife, it goes down to my kids. I think most wills and trusts are designed that way. Those are what I call simple wills. Some people have more complex wills that they will need for their estate to control the assets after they're no longer here, Mm -hmm. but I think the most important document that everybody should have is your power of attorneys for both medical and and financial concerns Okay. if you can't make that decision who's going to make it for you and the other document that's in there is the living will if i become incapacitated or it's thought that life will not be there you get a choice to do those and i think your powers of attorney and your living wills are the most important document that you need in the estate planning area thanks for listening to the all financial hour podcast Catch the full show Saturday at 7 a.m. and 3 p.m. on The Voice of St. Louis, KMOX. Steve All is an investment advisor representative of Retirement Wealth Advisors, Inc., an SEC-registered investment advisor. The All Financial Group, Retirement Wealth Advisors, and the All Financial Hour podcast are not affiliated. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. This information should not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal, accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate, and when redeemed, may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Insurance license in the state of Missouri. Insurance license number 8039738.